Hey everybody, welcome back to the Multiverse Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Dean Holtzoff. With me as always is George Rogers. And here we are for part five, five. of the six of the six 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 weeks of horror. Hey, happy Friday the thirteenth. Uh, we got one for you. Hey. We're gonna give you a Friday the 13th movie. Cheeky. This time we're doing part two. So we kind of when we first started doing the Friday the 13th movies, we were kind of just doing them at random. And then I think last year we did the first one. So now we're kind of just going to go in order and obviously not re-review the ones we did, even though I think we only did like three of them. So I would be okay revisiting them again. Yeah, if <laughs> especially, I don't especially, uh, especially the Godfather of horror movies. Uh, You're goddamn right. You're goddamn right. So, um, so much unnecessary hate for a quality film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so as I said, we're doing Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. Um, absolutely one of the one of the best of the franchise. I think. I think this one. This one is a well. I, it's it's definitely up there for me. I like because it it it's it's definitely a good horror movie. Like there's, I I wouldn't say there's a lot of you know because these movies started to get kind of campy a little bit. You know, this one's a good good vibey horror movie you know and there's some really good kills in it and you know the eeriness i would say the eeriness of jason Voorhees he's wearing the sack is a lot eerier than him wearing the hockey mask yeah the hockey the hockey mask is more iconic but let's be honest if you were in the woods and you saw a dude with a sack on his head with one eye hole i'd probably shit my pants more than a guy wearing a hockey mask. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I saw a guy in a hockey, I mean, he, he, here's the problem now is the fact that if we see a guy in a hockey mask in the woods, we know exactly what to expect. Sure. Sure. But if this is like 1975 and you now I'm just fucking bebopping around, listening to Grand Funk Railroad, um, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm in the woods. Yeah. A guy in a hockey mask, I'm going to be like, uh, he's just kind of out of place. A guy in a burlap sack wearing like overalls. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, exactly. No, also, I, I will say that the, you know, I, I don't really collect action figures anymore, but for a while I had all the Jason Voorhees NECA figures, um, which I've thought about getting back into NECA again, especially if they're going to do the re-releases with the window boxes. I might do that. Um, go back and get like some Freddy's Michael and stuff like that. But the Jason Voorhees from this movie was easily one of the best action figures I've ever had in my life, you know, as a collectible figure. And I'm not talking about a player. It was just it was a sturdy sculpt. It was a great mold. Like it was so detailed. It was easily, easily one of the best collectibles I ever owned. Um, of course, I, I kind of got out of collecting figures. I, I collect com- I'm, I'm kind of come full circle to comic books in my life. But um that was absolutely one of the best. I just had to throw it in. That was one of the best collectibles I ever owned. Um, was the one was the NECA Friday the 13th part two Jason Voorhees. Was one of the best. So um all right, let's yeah. So um <clears throat> George, Dean? when did you first see when did you first see this one? I I'm sure like t- you, I'm sure like you, you probably saw these all out of order, of course. Oh, I, I saw these. Oh, yeah, yeah. I totally <clears throat> saw these out of order. I think the last one I finally saw was like five. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I'm glad I waited till now to see this. Yeah, you know, we weren't missing much. Not even a little bit. So, I yeah. I mean, honestly, it, it was 
probably somewhere in my teen years. You know, you, you know how it is in, the, in this area mm-hmm. when, you know, especially if you have cable TV like AMC or mm-hmm. like one of the channels, they usually just run a bunch of movies. Yeah. So chances are I caught this during like a marathon. Yeah. Yeah, probably about the same, you know. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, you know, they're just all over the place the way I've, I've seen these movies. Um, you know, as I've said before, I don't really like any of them after eight. Um, I kind of like Jason Goes to Hell, but that's mainly based off the fact that I think it's got one of the best movie posters ever. But the movie sucks. Yeah, it's, of, it, 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 yeah, it's <laughs> a shame. Outside, that's, outside yeah. of Idaho Mac. <laughs> or Nebraska Dan, whatever I called him. I know it's Creighton dude. So, but. so speaking of which, apparently he survived that movie. Did he? Yeah, apparently it's like canon that Creighton Duke survived because the because the director said he wasn't dead. So, and he's like, "Well, I'm the director, so if I well, say he's alive, he's alive." Well, the so the canon, is, so the canon is canon. <laughs> the director also said that Jason Voorhees is a deadite. So, yeah, well, you know who doesn't say that? Sean Cunningham. Yeah, fuck Sean Cunningham though. He also hates the hockey mask, which is the iconic part of Jason. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah, he's he he died right. No, Sean Cunningham's still alive. He's like one of the only oh, ones still alive. I'm thinking. Of, I'm thinking of Toby Hooper. Yeah, Toby Hooper just died a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Um, all right, let's get in some some stats and we'll uh we'll, we'll carry on. Uh, Friday Thirteenth Part Two: The Body Count Continues. That's what the poster says. May, uh, released May first, nineteen eighty one, with a budget of one point twenty five one point two five million dollars and a box office draw of twenty one point seven million dollars. Directed by Steve Miner, written by Ron Kurtz, <clears throat> based on the characters uh, by Victor Miller, who I know there's some legal stuff going on with him, and I th- I, I want to think New Line. Um, I think that's yeah, I think he's trying to get the rights back or something like that because they're not, literally haven't done anything with the character in decades, pretty much outside of that one movie. Um, uh, music by Harry Manfredini, who did them all, um, except for part eight, he didn't do part eight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's not much of a cast, but I guess no. I. Uh, <laughs> Warrington Gillette and Steve Daskowitz did play Jason. Also, um, and, Steve and, Dash, I'm pretty sure, in some, some circles. Yes, I think I actually think he does go by Steve Dash, yeah. Well, he did. Uh, he's not, I don't think yeah, he's alive he, anymore. He died in uh, 2018, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, yeah, Steve Dash is the name he goes by. Um, and um, Amy Steele yep. and, and Adrian and, King. They're literally the only two characters you need to know about. Yeah. And hey, Steve Miner's no uh, stranger to horror movies. I mean, granted, this was the first movie he ever directed, mm-hmm. which is weird because he did H2O, and considering how great that movie looks, I would assume that was the first movie he ever directed. Yes. Yeah. So, there's that. Steve Meyer also would eventually... He did part three also, and mm-hmm. he also did uh, House, which I watched the other night and was ashamed to say that I did. And, uh, hey, Lake Placid. One of your favorites. Yes. Uh, he also did the Day of the Dead remake in 2008. I didn't realize they did a remake of that. Yeah. And somehow Ving Rhames was in it. So it's a sequel to Snyder's Dawn of the Dead. Sure. 
Good. Because Ving Rhames was in that one, so. Yes, he, yes, he was. Nah, yes, I, yes, he was. Yeah. Let, me, uh, let, me, uh, let me look up real fast. Yeah, you, you do that. While you're doing that, I'm going to talk about how this movie picks up. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he played a different character, but he played Sergeant Kenneth Hall in Dawn of the Dead, and in Day of the Dead, he played Captain Kenneth Rhodes. So, take with that with what you will. <laughs> It, it sounds to me like in both movies, they just mm-hmm. wanted to honor uh, Ken Forey, who is the, he, he was in the original Dawn of the Dead. He was the, yeah. he, he, he was the larger black guy. He also played Kanan's dad on Kanan and Kel. Remember that? Oh, did he? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So I guess they're, 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 they're paying like an homage to him, which is fine. All well and good, but damn, don't make the names that similar and with the same character. <laughs> yeah. My God, uh, maybe he, also, he's lost he, he uh Steve Miner also directed Forever Young. Thank you. Wow, that was written by J.J. Abrams. Uh, wow, today years old. Mm-hmm. I that, I don't think that's a bad movie, actually. I don't think I've ever seen it. Was it's not G- bad. Was Mel, Mel Gibson, Gibson? J- Jamie Lee Curtis, and um, uh, Elijah Wood. Oh. Okay. Long long hair Jamie Lee Curtis. Ooh, that's rare. Music by music by Jerry Goldsmith. Just swerve for recovering forever young. I, I, I fucking yes. <laughs> Didn't write down the stats. No. Oh, oh but, Walt, Walton Goggins is in it too. I forgot about that. Thanks. Walton really Goggins is a fucking is a king. You don't have to. You don't have to preach the gospel of Baby Billy to me. Mm-hmm. I'm with it all way, mm-hmm. but so, uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, but anyway, back to, back it, to this. Th- this movie, Friday Thirteenth mm-hmm. Part Two, the uh, it it promises to be more Friday ear than the last movie. <laughs> so. Double the kills and more the Friday. <laughs> Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. The Howling. So apparently, starts here. Oh, great. So apparently, this is. Oh, Pardon me. Pardon me. A little funny there. Mm-hmm. Apparently, this movie starts off two months after the first movie. Uh, Alice Hardy is killed in the first two minutes of this movie. Yes. Uh, she was the the survivor from the previous film, and then all of a sudden, it jumps five years ahead. Yep. So cool, I guess. But, you know, you've seen a Friday the 13th movie. You've seen them all. Hey, let's go do some shit near the lake. And we're all going to pay the price. Because, mm-hmm. like, the, they're not at the camp. They're just at, like, another adjacent campground for training. So it's it's almost like the whole, it's like, oh, there's always just counselors getting killed. It's all, not always. It's just... The various goings on around the lake. It's probably a large lake, multiple mm-hmm. different uh, areas, and the camp isn't the entire isn't the entire fucking lake. Mm-hmm. So there's just different houses, and this is like another one where it's just it ends up being like a camp counselor training center because um, I guess those people need training. Um, I guess to smoke dope and fuck in the woods. I mean, that's your type of training class, if I'm not mistaken. I don't smoke dope though. 
That's the only thing you don't do. Mm -hmm. Do smoke dick though. Uh, what did you say? I say you do smoke dick though. Yeah. <laughs> so we're we're introduced to our newest. That's Chris. That's Chris. Oh boy. We're introduced to our newest crop of, you know, came and call them characters. The their fodder. They're mm -hmm. literally just a body count, and like maybe one or two. Um, survivors. Although this movie had like three, so actually, probably more than that, because there's a lot of counselors that they end up going into town, and only like a few stay behind. The ones that stay behind all die, and then only two come back from the bar. Mm -hmm. So, eh. but yes, this is the movie that gave us burlap sack, Jason, and the, the the debut of Jason Maurice, for that matter. If you don't count. The boy jumping out of the lake. I mean, yeah. That, as far as we know, that was just a dream. So I'm not even sure if you count it. Mm. Would you count it? Um, I, I, I no. I like guess it. I guess you don't think so. I, it's a, if it's a dream, no. All right. Yeah. All right. So. Well, even if even if his dream in five years, he's not going to go from that little boy to like this hulking forty-year-old, probably. Yeah. So, it's basically just revealed that Jason, uh, his body was was never recovered or never found, and he's just been living in the woods mm -hmm. in a shack with a shrine to his mom. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's it's not completely out of the ordinary. At least it gives him kind of a home base. Well, not like a home base. I mean, he's still human. In, in, in this movie, he's still human. So yeah. he still has to, you know, eat and sleep and such. Probably just not as much because, you know, he's a maniac. Mm -hmm. But more kids get killed off. You get yourself a final girl who ends up beating Jason by pretending to be his mother. Yeah. I mean... It worked until it didn't, mm -hmm. which is almost immediately. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, there's not much. That's the problem with the Friday Thirteenth movies, really. There's not much to them. It's just like it's just like ninety minutes of just random kills. Um, and I'll tell you, uh, this this movie it does have one of the best kills in the franchise when Mark Ooh, gets a yes. the, the backwards machete into his face and then falls down the flight of steps in his wheelchair. The the only thing that disappoints me with that is the fact that it we didn't get to see him crash at the end. It just yeah. like freeze framed and like slow zoom in. It's like I thanks Steve Miner. Give mm -hmm. give me the payoff. Let me yeah. see how like I mean he stayed in his wheelchair going down the steps. Mm -hmm. So hey, I, I absolutely think that's that's my favorite kill of the movie. Remember we used to do favorite kills when you see that stuff. I think about that earlier. We used to do favorite kills, not favorite scene. Um, we did favorite kills. I mean, well, the last couple movies didn't really have any death scenes. Yeah, that that's did, true. So that's we really, true. really couldn't. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, guess you, the you Evil Dead one. movies, but eh, but even in the Evil Dead, it's all the same. It's you know, and no yeah. real change. Yeah. But but yeah, I mean, we can definitely go back to favorite kills here. But yeah, a hundred percent. Mark in the wheelchair. I mean, he's gone. I mean, this movie does give us the uh, does kind of fill us in on the exposition that. That Jason was still alive. 
That's true. And also, oh, poor Crazy Ralph. The old man, Crazy Ralph. Oh, yes. Yes. Good. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, that's that's Dave Austin's favorite character. Is it? He, he, he's always telling us, oh, it's got a death curse. He's quoting him. That's true. <laughs> yeah. The only person who loves this franchise more than anybody is, is him. And it's. He does. It's, that is yeah. true. But yeah, I mean, it's the problem that we've had with the Friday the 13th movies is, is that there is no substance. It's just a, a vague plot or reason for people to be near the camp. And then it's just a hack and slash the whole way. So the, mm-hmm. the, I mean, it, it's hard to really review these. I mean, they get yeah. a little, I mean, obviously, yeah, like part nine, I should know. I'll give you like maybe four and five and six, like the Tommy Jarvis uh, movies all had kind of like something like a, had some sort of a plot because of Tommy Jarvis. So they had something to kind of center around. Mm-hmm. And then even in part nine, they tried to to bring in the plot of, you know, the spirit of Jason and the, the oh. dagger of, yeah. yeah. But, some, but something was, was, it was there in terms of a plot. It wasn't a good mm-hmm. one, but there was something as opposed to just, hey, we're near the camp and we shouldn't be here. People keep saying, oh, don't get, no, just, how about this? All right. So Crystal Lake is apparently in New Jersey in the canon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now you know as well as I do because we live here and have lived mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Um, this state loves to do nothing more than to just do construction. So correct. W- why not just mow down every house and building near Crystal Lake just so and then put up like one of those like oh do not build here kind of things and just protect the land. Just build a warehouse like everything else is or a car wash. Does that mean all right so all right so we're gonna do that but we're gonna build an Amazon warehouse and so now Jason is terrorizing an Amazon facility. Okay. But they just assume he's a regular worker so they don't bother him. Yeah I'll buy it. But yeah but either way I mean you could just take the buildings down the way down around from Crystal Lake, and you mm-hmm. wouldn't have to worry about anything anymore. Yeah, pretty much. So, so your you said your favorite kill is Mark's kill. Yeah, yeah. Where do you where do you um, where do you put this on a ranking? We don't need to do a ranking. Just say where right. would you put this in in a ranking of the franchise? All right, get the so you're, so you're looking at what? Shit, Ten, we should we should so, rank them next year. We should bring so, back. So we're looking at. Ten movies plus the reboot, right? Well, eleven if you want to include Freddy vs. Jason, which I um, do. I, I also yeah, which, yeah I Nightmare do. On the Street. Yeah, so I think this movie you, I think you have to put it near the top. Sure, I think you have. I think you have to at least top five. Yeah, I would agree. Maybe on the like, like maybe right at five. Like, like for me, I know the first one is number one. Okay. I'm not just saying. Actually, no, it's not. Six is my number one. Six, my best. Then I go to number one, just because oh, six is so fucking good. Off the top, yeah. I um, I I four is probably my favorite, and then four six, four six eight, and then two three is probably my top. Yeah, I think I do. And then one. Uh, That's probably like my I, top five. I think I do six four, 
one, eight, and two. Mm. It's probably how I'll do a top five. Yeah, my only issue with six, I'm pretty sure we done Jason lives, but I think and I think I think I but I've always said though. No, we problem, did no, we did no? the final we, we did the final chapter. We didn't do Jason lives. Okay, I couldn't remember. My only issue with six is this my same issue I have with seven. I don't really care about the uh, ESP shit with seven. It's the fact that they've censored a lot of the kills. Right. That's my, cause seven is brutal. If you, if we could ever, the problem is that, you know, both Kane Hodder and I can't remember the director's name have both said that there isn't a complete director's cut, like an yeah. uncut version. It's not complete. So they could never restore. It's like, it's like event horizon. There's no finished version of a director's cut to come out. And it's just kind of like when you've, when you know, I want these kills to be graphic. You know, I don't want the camera to cut away. It takes away from the movie. I don't watch this movie. You know, don't if you if you don't want your fucking pussy ass little kids to see a horror movie, don't take them to see a horror movie. You know, so uh, don't let the rest of us suffer. But that's my only problem with six uh, is the fact that while I think C.J. Graham is an, is a fantastic Jason Voorhees, the kills are they're 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 neutered because of you know I don't know typical. We- and we met and we met CJ Graham. Awesome dude. He could still and, he could still fucking play Jason. Yeah, incredible shape. And we need to meet we I do need to pull the trigger and meet Kane Hodder next yeah. time he comes around. Yeah, we got it. I mean I I got the one photo with him, but I should probably get like a but I feel like I should get a proper autograph from him. Yeah, I, I really want an autograph like we'll just I'll just do like a table photo like I did with CJ Graham. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, but Wow, that's I'm, that's. I mean, that's I'm, honestly. I mean, do you do you? What do you give it out of ten? I was supposed to say, that's a, you know, I, I don't even know how to. If I look at it as a horror movie, it's probably somewhere near like seven, seven and a half. I mean, if you grade it on the scale of any other movie, it's like mm. a fucking three. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I grade horror movies differently than other films, of course. You, I mean, you, obviously, you there's have the, to like it's there's like the crossover films. A... You know, some of the, as we just did Exorcist, there's the crossover films that cross over the horror genre into just mainstream. I would give this about a seven and a half as well. You know, um, I think that's a, a it's a good horror movie. It's a good slasher film. Um, it's it's exactly what slasher films would be. I don't need yeah. a plot. I just need 90 minutes of Jason Voorhees slamming machetes into cripples asses, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not complaining that there's no plot. I'm just saying that yeah. that's the general basis that there just is no plot to these movies. Cause mm-hmm. it, it doesn't need one. Cause when you get a plot, it gets, you know, that the, then it gets a little bogged down. Then you're looking at like part nine. I mean, even like the Tommy yeah. Jarvis stuff, that was a nice background kind of just to keep that arc going. Yeah, but, for sure. Yeah. For sure. So, well, that's Friday the 13th part two, everybody. Kind of yeah. a short one, but then all of them have been short. Friday the 13th is a very simple. It's very, they're very kind of hard movies to kind of review because they're very simple plots, but we'll never pay. But they're an iconic franchise that are part of the 666 Weeks of Horror. And especially if there's going to be a Friday the 13th in October. Since we kind of nixed the whole let's do a Friday the 13th movie on Friday the 13th every year. We're just gonna. They're part of the six 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 weeks. They're an iconic franchise, and what better time to do it in October on the thirteenth? My lucky number, number thirteen. Got tattooed on my arm because my lucky number. So, um, yeah. George, you have anything else to add? Uh, I don't. 
I don't. Good. I will say happy Friday the Thirteenth. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully yours goes better than mine does. Because yes, yeah, the, yeah. But either way, it's, it's he's getting his boo hole spooked. Everybody. Yeah, and unfortunately, I had to sell my I had to sell my Friday Comic Con ticket for it. But yeah. what are you gonna do? For a spooking of the boo. Too much. Too much of it. <laughs> yeah. So. Eh. So. All right, everybody. You know what? Let's. No need to waffle. No need to drag it out. Um. Uh. At the time of recording this, this is before the Fraser revival and uh, Thursday of New York Comic Con. Um, yes. So we'll talk about that briefly at the end of the next show. You're obviously hearing this on Friday the 13th, but the show after this, so next week's show, it would do last like five minutes. We'll talk about the Fraser revival and uh, just our thoughts. I, I'm going all four days to Comic Con. Um, so. I'll have already been there for two days when you hear this episode, yeah. everybody. Yeah, and we'll um, probably document going and, Thursday. So yeah, and we'll probably document some stuff up on the multiverse Instagram page also. Yeah. So so yeah. but just let everybody know we'll talk about that. Uh yeah, again, this is you're hearing this Friday the thirteenth. If obviously this is going live, then we'll talk about that next week's one of next week's shows, uh, and obviously the Fraser Revival, which I'm looking forward to. Uh, but we'll have already watched it when you've heard this episode. So yeah. Um, so we'll see you next week, everybody. George will put up a, a vague hint for the the shows next week. Things should kind of die back down um, going in next week. So we're going to kind of get back on schedule, get back in routine. Uh, we're kind of these first two weeks were just kind of hectic with baseball and comic con and and just work and stuff like that. So but we're still able to get. You know, we're just about halfway through. And listen, if we could power through those last two episodes to get get to thirteen, we will. If not, you'll you'll get eleven this year. So sorry, everybody, suck my dick, whatever. Um, <laughs> talking to you, Chris. <laughs> so, um, all right, everybody. I've been Dean Holtzaffel. I'm still George Rogers, and we'll see you in the horrorverse.